Good morning, Talmidim, Talmidot, boys and girls of our great Mag and David Yeshiva High School. Could you believe it's Friday again? Right, thank God, I agree. <clears throat> and Friday means it's time for Sihat Musar. I want you to know, boys and girls, you have a big zechut. Because besides the fact that you're able to hear this dirashah, but I'm sure you're well aware that we send this dirashah out to the whole community. And I can't tell you how much good feedback I'm getting from the community, from the parents, from friends of the yeshiva, that are telling me how lucky you are how lucky I am that we're able to spend these private moments together for a few moments every Friday. So you're not only getting impacted, but you're actually impacting the rest of the community. Hazaku Baruch Kahal Kadosh. And now a short Tevret Torah that I hope you'll say over tonight at the table on Parashat Bayishlah. The Parashah is rich. The Perashah talks about the confrontation Yaakov had with Esav. This is drama on the highest level. The Torah then tells us how Yaakov Abinu actually fought with an angel. Not only did he survive it, but he was the victor. He beat the angel in a wrestling match. We read about a story of Dinah, the daughter of Yaakov. She went out one day into the market, and I'm sorry to tell you, she got taken advantage of by some immoral people. A lot of stuff in the Pirashah. But I want to focus on a pasuk that I'm sure many of you don't pay too much attention and too much credence to. Not too much has been said about this pasuk, but if it's in the Torah, it must be coming to teach us something. Because every pasuk in the Torah is instructive. The word Torah comes from the Hebrew word moreh. And a moreh is a teacher. And anything a teacher teaches has value. And therefore, any pasuk in the Torah, you always must ask yourself, what is it coming to teach me? And if there's no lesson, it wouldn't be in the book. In our Pirashah, it is well known that Yitzhak Abinu passes away. Somebody else passed away in the Pirashah, although it doesn't say it explicitly. Rivka Imenu, she also passes. Aha, Hazako Baruch. Exactly. Very good boys. But there's a Pasuk in Perik Lamedhe, Pasuk Chet, Vatamot Devorah. Devorah? Who's Devorah? She's not one of the Imahot. That's Sarar Rivka Rachel Vele'ah. And as if the Pasuk and the Torah is assuming we know who this lady was, although we never heard of her before. And the Torah is coming to say, bad news, she passed away. Who passed away? Devorah. Who was she? So the Torah tells us, Mineket Rivka. She was Rivka's nurse. You know how sometimes babies are born 
the mother needs some help, so they hire a nurse. The nurse sometimes stays for a week, sometimes two weeks, sometimes doesn't leave. Babies have nurses. So Devorah was actually the wet nurse of Rivka. And the Torah comes and says when she died, she was buried in a place by Bet'el Tahat Ha'alon, under the tree. And they named the place Alon Bachut, the tree that caused us to be bochet, to cry. It was a great tragedy. We lost Deborah. And I'm asking you a simple question. What is the big fuss that the nurse of Rivka passed away? I mean, is she considered a hero? Is she considered some notable figure in Tanakh that you need to come and tell me that the nurse of Rivka passed away and they cried and where they buried her, Alon Bachut, Kahal Kadosh. Can somebody please tell me the value of this lady and why the Torah is highlighting it? You are unbelievable. You are unbelievable. No, yes, 100%. But, but don't, don't clap so much because he didn't say anything. Don't clap so much. All he's saying is, is that it's hinting to us that Rivka died. But you're not telling me what Devorah did. I will explain. Kal Kadosh. What I'm telling you now comes from a rabbi called Rabbi Moshe Sternbach. And he said this in his commentary. Rivka was raised in an irreligious home. Her father was Betuel, bad guy. Her brother was Lavan, also bad guy. They were not only bad and not religious, they were Oved Avodazara. That was the environment that this girl, Rivka, that would become one of the future Imahot, that's the greenhouse she was producing. Not such a good place for a tzaddiket to be born. So then the question is, how did Rivka emerge? How did Rivka come out like the rose, like the flower that she was, to become the mother of Yaakov Abinu, one of the four Imahot, whose influence Changed the life of Rivka. You know what the Torah is telling us? She had a nurse. And that nurse was Devorah. And Devorah was a tzaddiket. And Rivka spent a lot of time with Devorah. And she would have the most impact and influence on this girl. And therefore, if there's Rivka Imenu, the credit goes to Devorah. And therefore the Torah says she's an unsung hero. Rivka was able to overcome the challenges of living in a terrible religious home. A home that was delinquent, a home that was religiously handicapped. And Rivka emerges at Sateke because she had a great teacher. And you know who that teacher was? Devorah the Mineket. She was great. We have some of our teachers and our rabbis here this morning. Don't underestimate, boys and girls, the influence that a teacher will have on your life. Rivka was a little girl, 
and Devorah would have an influence that would impact her for the rest of her life. And she owed her life to Devorah. I could relate. I'd like to tell you a personal story. I went to Mag and David Elementary School in the 1970s. They didn't have a high school in those times, so I couldn't come to the high school. And me and my friends, we started from pre-nursery to kindergarten all the way to eighth grade. But I want to talk about one of the most impactful teachers that clearly changed my life. There's not a day that I don't think of her and remember her. And that's my first grade teacher. Her name was Mrs. Lichtenstein. So important is this teacher that I keep a picture of my first grade class of Mag and David, Mrs. Lichtenstein's class, grade one, with all the boys and girls in the class picture in the library. In the, we used to take the pictures in the library at 50 Avenue P. Why am I so grateful to this teacher? I was a young boy. She was an older woman at the time, but she changed my life. Because she's the teacher that taught me how to read. She taught me the difference between an aleph and a bet. She told me what a segol was and a hirik. And any time I open a book and I'm able to read, it's because of Devorah. It's because of Mrs. Lichtenstein, that teacher that came every day to the yeshiva with great sacrifice. And I am sure she was underpaid, like many of our rabbis and teachers are over here. That didn't change. And she taught with great misinut nefesh and self-sacrifice. And I want to tell you something. Although the salaries might not have changed, but the misinut nefesh of our teachers hasn't changed as well. You can't believe the level of success that you enjoy when you allow a teacher to influence you. The teachers that we've chosen to teach, the rabbis that we've chosen to teach you are very, very special and very, very talented. And the lessons that they have are life lessons. You're not going to forget these teachers when you graduate. Just like I didn't forget my first grade teacher, it's almost 50 years later. Don't underestimate the influence a teacher can have on a student. After the class is over, if anybody wants to see a picture of Mrs. Lichtenstein, I could show it to you on my phone, and you could also see what I looked like when I was in first grade. But I'd like to go a step further. So Mineket Devorah is crucial. She's key. There would not be Rivka if there wasn't the Mineket. She raised her. And she was able to overcome the negative influences of the house. Now boys and girls, let's see if you know your Navi. We have the greatest Navi director, Rabbi Jacobson. God bless him. Round of applause for the rabbi. This is one of Mac and David's greatest treasures, Rabotai, Rabbi Jacobson. He's very humble that he makes himself as the authority only on Navi, but he's an authority on the whole Torah, Baruch Hashem. So let's see our Navi buffs in the yeshiva. There was another lady that also was called Devorah. She wasn't the nurse of Rivka. She came at a later time in Jewish history. Remember Devorah? What was the story with her? She actually, if you could believe it, was a shofetet. She became like the leader. 
which was very, very novel because usually the leader is a man. But I guess she read the Mishnah in Pirkei Avot and she took the Mishnah very literally. Because the Mishnah says, Bimkom she'en ish, in a place where there's no ish. And she read it literally. If there's no man, ish. you have to rise to the occasion. And she was the Shofetet. As a matter of fact, she was very uh, pivotal in a story with the war against Sisera. You remember her and Ya'el teamed up together and they killed the villain Sisera and she ends up singing one of the most beautiful songs and poems, Shirat Devorah, Vatashar Devorah, Ubarak ben Abinoam. Now let me tell you something else about Devorah. She used to have an office and the Torah tells us where was her office? You're so good. Girls, you're unbelievable. There's nothing like the yeshiva of Mag and David. They know everything. Oh, for sure. She had her office under a tree. And they called the, the office Tomer Devorah. That's the tree, the palm tree, where Devorah said. Now, isn't that a strange place to have an office under a tree? Well, she was a very modest lady. And the Gemara says that she did not want to be secluded with men. Because it's not modest. So she made her office outside. So when men came for advice, it's in the public. So therefore it's above any problems of Yehud, which I think you're learning that with your teachers. But there's a great rabbi called Abarbanel. One of the great Sefaradi commentaries. And Abarbanel says that... That Tomer Devorah, that tree, was actually the same spot where Devorah Mineket Rivka was buried. The Pasuk says by the Mineket, Vatikaber Tahat Ha'alon, she was buried under the tree, that was the tree. So she actually set up her office in the spot when Mineket Devorah was, when Mineket Rivka was buried. So not only did they say, share the same name, Devorah, Devorah, but there was some sort of connection. She felt a certain kinship. She felt a certain relationship to that Devorah. And the question is what? Girls, this is a lesson spe specifically for you. I'm just guessing now. Could you imagine if you were a man at the time and you needed advice so they tell you, oh, you have to go speak to the, uh, to the leader. Oh, where is the leader? Oh, well, the leader is under the tree. It's okay, you probably got dressed, you put on your tie, you go meet the leader. And all of a sudden you see some lady sitting under the tree. And you say, uh, excuse me, uh, where's the leader? I'm the leader. You're the leader? I expected to see an old man with a white beard, with a black hat, with a long coat. What do you mean you're the leader? And at that point, Devorah is able to show not only the men, but the ladies that came, that it's possible for a lady to reach the highest levels. The Torah and the religion was not only given to the men. Devorah is teaching us, look at the impact a lady can have. And when they were shocked, you know what she would say to them? You see this tree? You know who's buried in this location? Another great lady that changed Jewish history. Not Devorah the Shofetet, but Devorah the Mineket.
And if it wasn't for Devorah, the Mineket, there wouldn't be Rivka, and there wouldn't be Yaakov. So nobody underestimate the value of a Jewish woman. Nobody, for one moment, devaluate the influence that a Jewish woman can have. Devorah the Shofetet. Her hero is Devorah the Mineket. And therefore she put her office at that spot. She was an inspiration. She said, if Devorah the Mineket could have such a positive influence on history, I could do the same. And that's my lesson to the boys and girls today in the yeshiva. We must learn the lesson that everybody has the ability to change the world. Nobody should say, well, I'm a lady. Devorah proves that a lady can do the same. And nobody should say, well, I'm not the greatest hakam, I'm not... She was a nurse. She wasn't known as the chief rabbi of Israel. She wasn't known as the biggest hasidah. But she did the right thing and she taught Rivkan the right ways and it made an effect. Do not underestimate the power that you have to change the world to the better. And finally, all of you should be very grateful that we have many, many caught in this school, many teachers that are giving you the proper lessons and the proper values. I'm sorry to tell you, high school only lasts for four years. Yes, I know you're sad. You're gonna have to move on one day. You only do this once. And a lot of times what happens after you graduate, if you didn't take advantage, there's regret. So I tell you, as long as you're here, and the days of the yeshiva, unfortunately they're numbered. Take advantage of each lesson, of each shiur, of each musar, of each idea. Study it, internalize it, review it, and then of course experience it in your mind, and then bring it into your life. And then you'll be remembering your teachers like I remember my teachers as well. Shabbat Shalom.